were about to see them go. And they're off and racing. The Stormman took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Sydney Racing with Fred Davidson. And joining me now from the Sydney Daily Telegraph, Brad Davidson. G'day, Davo. How are you? Yeah, g'day, James. G'day, everyone. Now, last week you were in the Wild West of Perth. What did you make of... The big day, the railway, bit of an, uh, yeah. an upset. It was a bit of an upset in the in the in the big one. One of a local victory, a very popular victory as well on course. But uh, yeah, a few anxious moments for Blackheart Barton and Tom Melbourne supporters. They both sort of loomed up and, and couldn't quite get there. Particularly Tommy, he looked like he was going to dive on the inside and get there. But we you know Tom's a bit camera shy at the best of times, perhaps. So uh, he held on for third and. I think uh, place backers. I think that was a bit of the the day there. Just Tom Melbourne the place. That was my bet in the race anyway. So I was a happy man. But uh, all, all honours to a great shot. A tremendous victory. A tremendous day too. If you've never been over to Perth, head over for the carnival. It's an outstanding race day and uh, the winter bottom as well on on Saturday as well. Do you have any thoughts on the winter bottom? Just touching on that. It's, it's of course the big one. The next one there they have in Perth. They had the Group One over the uh, 1200, the Wait Parade. Yeah, look, it's uh, you know I, I think it's fair to say it's not a not a vintage winter bottom, but it's still a good field nonetheless. I think there's a bit of value in the market too. I I think maybe there's a little bit of parochialism with uh, state solicitor, the local being you know uh, being favourite. I know he's easing a bit now, but mm. I think he I think just, I don't think he deserves to be favourite. I think you know Vidora would be my top tip from Rock Magic. I think they're the two. They've got the genuine Group One form lines. You know Vidora. Probably should have beat Shiro Rain in the Moya and then come out and beaten two lengths in a Manicato and didn't have the best of luck there, went on the back of Vega Magic. And then the other horse, uh, Rock Magic, well, it's been beaten three and a half lengths by the, the best sprinter in the country, Red Zell. And with all due respect to State Solicitor, I know he wasn't far away in this race last year, but he's been winning benchmark races and then he won a Group 3 Colonel Reed Stakes. And, you know, I know he was unlucky there and held up and still won. It was, just, it was a good very good victory, but we've got to keep in mind the second horse, I think, was about 30-1 to 1 and was beaten five lengths behind Dainty Test uh, the start before. So I just think he's being a little bit maybe overhyped uh, over there, and I know it's hard to go over and beat the locals, but, gee, I, I think there's a probably a two a, a good two-bet placement there of just back Rock Magic and, and Vidora and back them both for a good profit and take on the favourite. That's the, that's the way I'll be playing it anyway. Mm, yeah, no, I can understand the logic too is you know, just based on what you said there. You know, the horses Vidora's been running against and, like you said, the run in the Moya and the, the Manicato. It's, it was also very good rock magic. It's been running in the, the top group ones over here, Manicatos and Dali Classics and so forth. So, yes, and I understand your point there. But what about Rose Hill? What do you think of the card? We, we shape up, what do we got? Festival Stakes Day, Group 3, Starlight Stakes as well, a listed race. So a few features on the day. Yeah, that's three features. The ATC Cup, the other one, so Group 3 and two listed events. It's a pretty good, you know, good depth across the card, uh, solid numbers. So a bit of a couple of races there are not there to work out, especially the last and the festival. Uh, sorry, the Starlight Stakes to a degree as well is, is very tricky. But I think there's a few solid bets on the card nonetheless. I think the best is Race Five, Number Six, Sedanza. She's a mare that we tipped on here a few weeks ago and. Mm. Strange betting moves that day. She went, I think she was about $6 into 270 race morning. I'm thinking, because I backed her earlier, the $6, I'm thinking, new beauty. You know, we've got the great price here. And then by the jump, 
she was back out to six dollars. But uh, she got the job done. She clocked much quicker time than Reed Double on the same day, about point nine seconds over the same track and distance. And they run similarly early as well. So it was a much better performance for mine. And I just think she can go on with the job here. I talked to Gay Waterhouse during the week, and I know Gay's always upbeat about her chances, but she rated Sedanza alongside Kabisa Devaka as her best chances. There mm. on the weekend, and she's got Sabapinski, who's a you know a short favourite in the ATC Cup, probably the shortest favourite of any runner she'll have going around there. So um, it's a nice push. She said she'll win again. She just keeps on training well, and you know I think she's a classy mare, and I think she'll be hard to beat. Race five, number six, Sedanza. Mm. And look, it's an obvious statement to make following the spring, but she isn't the Waterhouse Botyard going enormous. They had a period there for Gay. We're used to her winning everything. I think she had a quiet time around the Sydney Carnival and, and things like that. We're used to seeing her dominate, but gee, absolutely flying at the moment. They are, and I think they, I looked at stats during the week, just their last 50 runners have had 15 winners, and like you said, they, they punch above their weight in in the in the Melbourne Cup Carnival in particular because they had, you know, they didn't have any star horses. They had some solid horses and they just kept shaping up and winning and I suppose that's the, you know, half the battle in it is, is having horses that put themselves up on the speed and that's why I think long-term they're, they're so successful as well. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, Waterhouse and Bot, your best of the day. Race five and number six, Sedanza. Got the job done for us last time, as you said, so let's hope it can go back-to-back for us here. What else do you like on the cards? Well, the festival stakes, I, I did think it's a race in two, and uh, I think it's Mr. Seawolf and Kabisa Devaka, who's another one from the Waterhouse Stable. Now, Kabisa Devaka has won his past five, and when I first looked at the race, I thought, well, he's probably, you know, the, the banker for the day. He looks extremely hard to beat, but the more I looked at it and the more I kind of looked at the early moves, there was some really good early support for Mr. Seawolf. So I'm going to go his way. He's this Irish-bred import first up for Chris Waller. He showed a good... Good speed in, in a recent trial and third over the 1,000 metres. And I thought it was a, a nice enough performance to suggest he can really run a race here. He's, three of his six wins have come first up uh, overseas, of course. And, look, it's a bit of a interesting because we don't know where he sits in. But we could be sitting there and saying, you know, after tomorrow, he's a really nice horse or he just didn't quite shape up and he needs another uh, another preparation, uh, as mm-hmm. some of these imports do. But, look, I'm happy to take the punt. Uh, race 7, number 9, Mr. Seawolf. I just, you know, Kabeza Devark is up in a little bit of weight now. He's, he's not meeting a few of his rivals from last start as well off. And I just think there's a bit more tempo in this race. He's not going to get it his own way completely here. And I just thought Mr. Seawolf could sit off him and um, hopefully finish over the top. That's race seven, number nine, Mr. Seawolf. Okay. And you got one more on the card you think we should probably line up for for tomorrow? Yeah, race four, the highway race. I always don't mind beating you these races because you're generally getting good odds. And I just thought number seven to cook a cod was worth a, a little nibble at the at the each way price, a, a good price too. And I know she's only coming out of sort of Gundagai races, but she won well last year. She's won the two from five, where a lot of these are sort of two from 14, two from 15 and, and those sort of things. So I think she's the horse on the way up. And I like the fact there was a big gap back to third the other day at Gundagai. Before that, she had really good form around Belwazi and Kaizamba in a race there. She ran third to those two, but had a few excuses in that as race as well and was uh, was well in the market. So I think that's the sort of some of the best form going around in, in the country region, the, those two horses in particular. And I just think around that, you know, she's a, she's a genuine each-way odds, race four, number seven, to cook a cod can run really well in that race. I just want to mention one other in there that I think is worth including in... You know, maybe even just back at a place or worth including in trifectas and first fours if you're playing in that race. Uh, Dr. Z, he's a horse that uh, put a couple together and then come out in the heavy track last night, just didn't handle it at all. So I think he got beaten a long way and 
for that reason, he's you know twenty dollars plus here at Rose Hill and and just silly odds. And I know a few judges have come up with him as a as a good roughie uh, on the card. And and I agree. I think back on the you know it's not going to be a heavy track there, and I think he can definitely. Uh, yeah, I think it was just put the pen through it. And if you put the pen through that, he's coming through some really good form lines before that. Okay, so Davo's best for the day is race five, number six, Sedanza. The other two we're going to play in is race seven, number nine, Mr. Seawolf. Race four, number seven, to cook a cod, but also a saver, or including multiples or anything you're doing, this the three Dr. Zet. So, well, so there's a few for us there at Rose Hill. And Davo, probably as well we should touch on uh, Hugh Bowman, I know you've been accused in the past of being uh, a lover of Mr. Bowman and so forth in, uh, in certain circles. But look, he's, you know, how good's he going? He, last week we see the the big race over in Tokyo, Japan Cup, and two rides the winner, Hugh Bowman, you know. like So it's it's not just Winks, it's not just Australia. I mean, he's winning in Hong Kong, he's, he's winning in Japan. It's just, it's incredible the the achievements he's he's had in this season. Yeah, he's had a fantastic year and uh well obviously crowned the world's best jockey and mm-hmm. the boys give me a bit of uh, a bit of stick for uh for talking <laughs> him up all the time, that's no doubt. But uh I think everyone loves to talk him in a champion in a lot of ways too, don't they? So everyone loves to you know, when you're watching your favourite footy team and I remember you know, I remember disliking Nathan Buckley in Collingwood because he was just that that darn good, you know. So I think that's the case of that as well. But look, we know that Bowman had a bit of a lean period during the spring. Maybe uh, he's come out and even said that, you know, Winks was always on his mind there and he, and he didn't want to get suspended. So I think uh, maybe that played on his mind a little bit. But his best is, you know, he's, he's right up there and it, you know, probably the best in the world. So he showed that with the Japan Cup, an outstanding ride. And, you know, we, we saw it as well with the, with the Sydney Jockeys Premiership when it was on the line there and him and Abdullah and he was, say, 10 behind. It, I, just That was the moment that changed it for me because I was always a bit like in the early days when I got here, oh, maybe he isn't as as good as everyone's mm-hmm. crying on about. And then when I watched that, just that little run of two, three months, I went, yep, nah, that, that sold me. Uh, when when he's on song, it's uh, pretty hard to beat Bowman on anything, really. Yeah, no, and a big win there in the, in the Japan Cup as well. So uh, he's, he's, uh, he's doing great things, as I said, not just here and not just Sydney, Melbourne, overseas as well. So when you, when you, look, at his, uh, when you look at his record there. So, uh, but anyway, let's that, have a look. He won't ride any winners at Sydney. Uh, this weekend, of course, as he's, he's away at the moment, but he does still actually lead the Jockeys Premiership at this stage anyway. He's five in front of Karen McAvoy, another jockey who's uh, riding exceptionally well also. Well, David, that's a look there. Hopefully we can find a winner or two amongst those. Now, um, uh, for the for the followers during the week, uh, you, had a good, you had a really good day. We kicked the week off in good fashion at Ballina. Found one there, at, if you're lucky enough to bet early enough, when you put it up on Twitter and that early in the day, around $14, $15. So uh, that put the punters in front for the week anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was a solid start for the week. Not a great finish, but hopefully we can uh, we can get the good luck rolling at, at Rose Hill. But no, yeah, we'll, we'll throw out some tips during the week, and um, yeah, obviously get all your latest mail here on Racing Nation every Saturday morning. That's it. So don't forget as well, hold all tickets um, with the boys yourself. Include that on Thursday and follow Brad on Twitter with um, at Brad Davo, or otherwise read all about it again in the in Sydney's Daily Telegraph. Well, Davo was always. Great to catch up with you. Hopefully a winner or two. You have a fantastic weekend, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks, James. Cheers. We're about to see them go. And they're off and racing. Stormen took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea.